We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hi, how are we all doing? Evan and Tiki on The Fan on this just unbelievably beautiful Wednesday in New York City. There's a lot to discuss. I'll give you your blood later. All right, so for all you Knicks fans that want my blood, you'll get my blood. I will give you the blood and the pain that you want but not now. (laughs) Give me a few minutes. And a lot of football to discuss as well. The future of the Giants. Sauce Gardner's got opinions on the offseason. And what the hell's going on with Bill Belichick. But we need to start with a very pressing issue. Tiki Barber, you're on trial. What did I do? You committed a crime against sportsmanity last night at Barclays Center. I did no such thing. Last night at Barclays Center, there was a basketball game between the New York Knicks, a far better team, uh-huh. and the crappy, pathetic Brooklyn Nets. The Nets and still I in the league. And watched from your all 22 seats. I even bought Lugie a beer. You did. You did. That was a very nice gesture on your part. We sat in my all 22 seats, which just means it's high up, but dead center. <laughs> We went to the game. We had a damn good time. I even had a Modelo Cherry because Tiki liked a Modelo Cherry, and I joined in. They were delicious. And they were delicious. And you guys were great company. Keith McPherson was with us. Tommy Lugauer was with us. And obviously, Tiki, myself, we all had a wonderful time despite the crappy basketball we may have witnessed in moments. Good thing you bought insurance for yourself. I did. I always take out emotional insurance. But something happened in this game that needs to be addressed. And who's the jury in this trial? You, the people of New York City. You're the jury, 877-337-6666. With three minutes and 58 seconds to go, the Brooklyn Nets blew their nine-point lead. And the Knicks went up one with 358 to go, and there was a timeout. And yes, I admit, because I'm a man that's honest, Nick fans took over my building with raucous, raucous noise. Let's go, Knicks. <laughs> and during that timeout, as I was getting tense, and I was very tense, as Tiki will tell you. Yes, you were. Tiki Barber, with that trademark smile, looks at me <laughs> and says, I'm out. And he puts his fist out to fist bump me. And my return was, are you bleeping kidding me? And he's like, nah, man, I don't like crowds. And I look at Loogie like, what is happening right now? And it literally happened with 3.58 to go in a one-point game between the Knicks and the Nets where the atmosphere is amazing, thanks to Knicks fans. Let's go Knicks. Because they filled my building up. They took over. And they took over. I admit that. This guy left. It's a one-point game. Anything can happen. And he left. Now, we will hear from the jury today, 877-337-6666. 
We will hear from Sean Morash, who wasn't at this game, and Nick fan Tommy Lugauer, who enjoyed his night. But please, for the love of God, can you defend yourself for that crime against sportsmanity? Yes, let me explain myself. So, yesterday morning, my wife asked me, what time are you going to be home? Game's probably not going to be over till 10. I said, no, nah, I won't be at 10. I think I'll be home by 10, 10, 15 or something. She said, oh, great. I want to watch the fourth season of True Detective. We haven't started it yet. So let's. I want you to home watch the four, before she falls asleep because she'll fall asleep by 11 o'clock. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll be home by then. So as the game's going on, I'm looking at my watch in the third quarter. It's like 9, 10. I'm like, Dude, this game's going to be over quick. Yeah, I have plenty of time. But then all of a sudden I started thinking about what happens if I wait till the end of this game? It's going to be a mad rush of people trying to get to the elevator or the stairwell. But I only knew the elevator because I haven't, I haven't been to that section of the Barclays yet. Yeah, the so, upper level. So He's I, not familiar with right, it. So I knew the elevator. That was it. So I'm like, all right, it's, I'm going to wait. I'll probably miss it like three times. And I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get home to like 11. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm going to listen on the radio and I'm going to leave. And especially because you said to me 30 seconds before I left, the Nets are going to lose this game. I just don't know how. <laughs> so I said, all right, good. If Evan predicted it, it's got to be true. So I got up right at that timeout and said, all right, I'm good. I'm out. Had a good time. I appreciate the seating. Appreciate the fans that said hello to me. The guy let me in without my ID to get a, get a beer. He knew, so, he knew how old I was, I'm sure, uh, and said, I'm out. And I left. And then, by the way, when the game was over, as I'm listening to it, I'm going through the tunnel. It gets through. And you're mad at me still. I can tell. I can feel it. What did I text you? I said, while well, you're over there milking your insurance money, but pissed off because the Nets found a way to lose, I'm already in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the game was over. I was home at 10-16. Yeah. I, I watched that episode and a half of True Detective. I was set. I satisfied all parties. I hung out with the boys, unlike Sean. I hung out with the boys, bought Lugie a beer, and got home before my wife fell asleep. Dude, it was amazing. First of all, you can't use me knowing that my team blows I trust you. as the reason to leave. But I trust you. Like, of course I know the Nets suck. It's the funny. Nets still in the league. It's funny. I listened because I wanted to, I wanted some pain this morning. Sometimes when you're in pain, you need more pain. So I needed to listen to the first five minutes. So the only guy with the balls enough on this radio station, Greg Giannotti, yes. to admit, I hate the Nets. And I respect that about him because he admits it. He's like, listen, I hate the Nets. I want their tears. I want to drink Why them. does he hate them? Because they're the Nets? Because of the Durant stuff and oh, I'm cocky I or I was cocky. Whatever. Bottom line is I respect that because yeah. guess what? I hate them too, right? Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're, we're even. Love-hate relationship. Everyone else in this town, they play as a game. They play a game. Oh, we don't care about the Nets. They're a minor league team. This doesn't get. Shut up. You're all a bunch of liars. Giannotti's real. So I said, you know what? I deserve this. I want to hear the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. And Greg said something in the first five minutes that cracked me up because I was the same way. He said, I knew we were winning. Didn't matter when we were down by nine. I knew we'd win. And I'm laughing because that's me on the other end. I knew the Nets were losing, and I said it to you. But that doesn't mean that in a basketball game, like what's the biggest stereotype about basketball? Oh, the regular season doesn't count. Not that part. <laughs> okay, that's why I left early, by the way. <laughs> no, only the last two minutes matter. Yes. And I'm going to take my fandom aside for a second, and I will admit that the last two minutes of that basketball game last night was certifiably insane. It had great electricity. It had wild moments. It had sloppy play. It had big defensive plays. 
and it had a thunderous dunk that almost brought the ceiling of my arena down. Mm. And you missed it. But Chris Carino described it so perfectly. <laughs> it was amazing. This is how, look, we are a radio entity. I, I wanted to get in the car and support our station. Oh, stop. Don't you definitely support. <laughs> it's convenient. It works. You, it works. Do you do this for other events? Uh, like, you're a football player. This is what bothers me. You played in the NFL. Yes. What if someone called up today and said, yeah, I left with three minutes to go in a giant game that was tied? Well, if, if we won, then it's your loss. If we lost, then good for you. You got <laughs> home and didn't have to suffer the pain. By the way, I, most games I go to, I leave early because I hate crowds. What does it mean you hate crowds? I hate being like... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Smashed and that was what you did for a living. You got <laughs> smashed for a living. Yeah, but that was only that was only twenty two people. I'm talking like hundreds of people. I just get as I've gotten older, I don't like being in a mosh pit. I just don't. It's, it, I get anxious. I get, I get. I don't know. I just want to be out of it. And I and I always find ways to escape. Like walking in last night mm -hmm. to the Barclays Arena. I'm walking. So first of all. When I got the tickets from you, I got an email also from the from the Brooklyn Nets that had all these things that you should expect. And one of them was clear. And I was like, oh, cool, clear. I have clear. Let me see what this is. And I didn't realize how effective clear was. And so I downloaded it. And on my way to the game, I'm walking up, and it's just mass of humanity. Yeah, a lot of people. Dude, a lot is, of people, I admit. It is intense getting into a Brooklyn Nets game. And so I'm texting you like, where the hell's the clear thing? Because <laughs> I don't want to go into this mass of people. And you're like, it's on the right side on full on a um, Flatbush. Flatbush Avenue. And so I walk down there. I'm like, oh, dude, this is great. Walk right in. There's nobody there. I show my little pass, uh, my clear pass, scan my ticket. I'm on the elevator. I'm upstairs. Only one guy recognized me. He's like, Rondé! <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> That's great. Seriously, it's uh, January 23rd in freezing cold New York City. Why in the hell game. is Rondé Barber going to be here? I was like, I'm Tiki. He's like, oh, my God, I'm a big Giant fan. Can you take a picture? I'm like, sure. Why the hell did you think I was Rondé? Meanwhile, you're cursing him out of the abrupt right. saying you're a Giant fan. My ass. Right. If I was in, like, North Carolina, maybe I would be Rondé at a golf course. Right. But it's anyways, so I get there. It was fantastic because I didn't have to deal with the crowd. And as I was sitting there watching the Knicks come back slowly, inch their way back, and then you confirmed it in my mind because I was thinking the same thing. They're going to win this game. And you're like, my Nets are losing. I just don't know how. I said, dude, I'm out. I'm out. Wait, I, so I can I, avoid the crowd on the back end if I leave now. If I didn't say we're going to lose, you would have stayed? Maybe. Oh, that's big. Maybe. Is there anything Maybe. that could have happened at the Maybe. end of this because, game? Because, by the way, so I leave almost every game I go to early. Every, no matter what I'm doing. And by the way, he left the Knicks Trailblazer game early, but we all did because the Knicks were up by 75. Right. So I didn't know that right. because that one didn't even count. Football games I go to, I leave early. Really? Yes. Giant games, I, I leave early because I don't like crowds. I want to be on the turnpike and halfway to my house before final whistle, right? So the only game I stayed this year was the Packers. And the only reason I did is because my boy Mike Horman was there. And he's like, come up to the suite. We're just going to watch it together, me and the boy. So I go up in Horman's suite and I'm watching it. And I was like, dude, I really want to leave, 
But they won, and it was an awesome way to win with Tommy DeVito throwing dimes down the sideline, getting a field goal range, and kicking a game. It was great. Yes. So I stood to the end. Yeah, but you could have missed that based on the old Tiki rules. You wouldn't have seen it. Yes. but What the hell's the point of going to a sporting event? There are exceptions to the rules. And this one, we stayed. We had like two beers after the game, and then we finally left, and I didn't deal with the crowd. So if I can avoid crowds, (sighs) I will avoid crowds. And I wanted to avoid the crowd last night, so I pieced the blank out. By the way, I wanted to avoid the crowd last night. <laughs> Tiki has just managed to do something that's really hard to do. He managed to turn himself from the everyman into the not everyman, but in such a friendly way that you almost don't want to kill him for it. Such an innocent <laughs> way, but I gotta kill you for this. <laughs> I left. Mean? I left the Nick game before you, but again, we're talking about the Knicks were up like seventy. A game has to be in hand. And by the way, I'd go a further step. The NBA in particular, how could you sit through three quarters of an NBA game and not stay for the end? That is the payoff. Yeah. The sport, you know, look, baseball, you want to duck out in the seventh inning, it's 5-1, whatever. A one-point game, a rivalry game, and your answer is, I don't like crowds. You don't like crowds. They don't go to the game. <laughs> Why are you going to the game to begin with? And by the way. You're missing my point. I don't no, no, mind they, a crowd. I don't like being, like, in a crowd. No, I get it. I get it. You, look, you my wife feels the same way. This anxious as I do. My wife don't even go to concerts anymore. Me? <laughs> You, here's the other thing that really angers me about this. First of all, Jody Forster. So, by the way, let's take this with a greatest. Because thought. I was mature and responsible. I was teaching. You could have taught in my car. Yeah, and b- g- b- guess what? what? By the time I got done with class, you would have been leaving needing a car again. <laughs> here's the problem, Tiki. You lay out all these answers. What it comes down to is this. Your wife wanted to watch True Detective, and that's why you, you got in the car and went. It had nothing to do with the game. And also, what I'm most angry for you with you about is Please. this. Yes. We spent the last hour of yesterday's show killing Evan because he couldn't have a regular night out with the boys without just eating a tuna sandwich in his car <laughs> and going to the game. Yes. And you turned this night out for the boys with, by the way, I'm going to miss the thrilling ending. So it now was three minutes. He, the most important three minutes. <laughs> and now Evan is justified for not having dinner with everybody and having a tuna sandwich. Yes. I mean, is there anything that could have happened at the end of that game where you would have said, damn, I regret it? No. Like if Julius hit a game winner no. or Mikel hit a game winner, no. I wouldn't even say Cam Johnson because if the game's on the line, you know, he disappears. Like there's nothing that could have happened where you no. would have been like, damn it. And you know why? Why? Because I have this ingrained thought, this philosophy in my head that regular season NBA basketball doesn't matter. Oh, come on. So if this was a playoff game, you're staying? Uh, it depends on who plays at halftime. What do you mean? Right. If Jewel, like in 2003, sang the Brooklyn Nets in the, in the, in the New in the, Jersey Nets, the New Batman. Jersey yeah. Nets, that's yeah. right, in the in the San Antonio Spurs, I don't know if I'm staying. So, I, I don't like staying to end the games. But that's the whole point of games. Like, listen, I don't want to sound like I'm nuts where you can't leave games early. I understand with kids, with wives mm-hmm. or husbands, with commitments, with traffic. Like, I get all of it. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't leave a game early. But what I don't understand is if a game is tied in the NBA with three minutes to go, that seems like the worst time to possibly leave early. By the way, I wasn't alone. There were other people going down. No no. way. I swear to you. There were other people walking out of that arena when I was walking out of that arena. I wasn't the only dude going leave. Were they wearing Nick stuff or Nets stuff? No, they just, I don't know. They were neutral like me. (laughs) You can't, Tiki, you would have been better off missing the entire first quarter, avoiding that crowd, and then being literally the last people besides the ushers to leave the building and avoiding crowds that way. And by the way, but then I get home at midnight and I don't get to watch your detective. Oh, the jury forced awaits one night. My God. (laughs) You know what's funny? I'm with you in that I avoid crowds. In fact, I leave as shoot. Lugie will tell you, he always makes fun of me for this. 
As soon as the game is over, uh-huh. I am hightailing it yeah. like my ass is on he fire. He runs out of there like a wuss. Yes, but well, I don't know the secret ways like you know the I secret I would have showed you. I mean, maybe, but I didn't know. You didn't tell me. I didn't think I, I did Dude. I still care. This thought, you know, when you think back to Nick's Nets on January 23rd, I know a lot of people are going to think about thinking back to Nick's Nets on January 23rd. I, I, I will because this game will haunt okay. my nightmares. Net fans will. The Nets still in the league. Maybe exactly. some Nick fans. Didn't Jalen Brunson say it was like one of the greatest moments of the season? Didn't he say that? Something like that? Oh, he said that play of the year. Oh, play of the year. They okay. had the play of the year. They had the play of the year. And I'm sure the play of the year was Claxton blocking Jalen, Dennis Smith blocking Josh Hart, Cam, or no, Josh Hart blocking Dennis Smith on that two-on-one, Cam missing a freaking bunny, and then Jalen finding Randall, who found Jalen back to Randall, and then the Barkley Center exploded. I'm sure that's the play he's talking about. Uh, maybe. Whatever. The point <laughs> is, the vision I'm going to have from this game is that look. He gave me a look. Tiki looked at me with a smile and said, fist bump, I'm out. Thank you, man. It's been fun. Teak, Teak, I got I got to defend you here. Now, Thank normally you, I would crush you for leaving early, but you're Tiki Barber. You're famous. It's not like Charles Way's blocking for you. Thank you're going to have Lugie. a million people coming up to you, bothering you. So the guy wanted to go home and have a little sex with his wife. You know what? You <laughs> what? knew what was going to happen. You don't know the ending of True Detective. You know the ending of this one is that the Knicks smacked the Nets, and it was loud in that building, and it sounded like MSG. So Big Bad Evan waited another three minutes, then he tucked his tail between his legs, and he walked out of there like, a loser. Loogie but, keeps it real. No, 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 no. I don't accept that. Real. Me knowing my team's going to lose is not the same as me saying I'm going to leave now because I know we're going to lose. Hmm. Like, that's not the same thing. I still stood there. Would Let's go have, next. Would you have felt better if you had left and not seen it? I would have been better if I never became a Nets fan. <laughs> you want to go back further? I wish I never picked this God-freaking-team. Godfrey, I don't even know what that means. I wish I never was born into this earth and rooted for this garbage. I wish I never had to be in my own building and get humiliated I think Nick the fans, way I was last night. So you asked me, oh, no, I wish I didn't uh, I leave early. Nick, I think Nick fans would take your enthusiasm. You want to defect? Never. <laughs> That's Let's right. go next. I'm stuck on this loser ship for good. You're committed forever. You're damn right. Uh, let's just get this out of the way because I know no one cares about the Nets, but you want my pain, you want my suffering, so I'll give it to you. I'll just get it over with, and then we'll hear from the jury on Tiki's crimes against sports manity last night. <laughs> What's so difficult is when your entire life you're told the same thing over and over again. No one cares about the Nets. The Nets are the little brother. The, the Nets still in the league. All that stuff. And I think over the last few years, the Nets have been able to fight that back. They had stars. They got the stars. They were good. They're selling out their arena. And those old narratives about no one caring and the buildings filled with Nick fans, that all slowly started to become false. And I fight with Nick fans that you were telling me things from 10 years ago and not things from today. And last night at Barclays Center, I went into a time warp. We all did. Last night at Barclays Center, every stereotype, everything you bastards have told me over the last 20 years, all those arrogant things that weren't true anymore, they were true again. And that's what kills me. (laughs) You filled up my building. I can't deny that. You're a better team. I can't deny that. You're a better team to root for and you're more fun. I can't deny that. Like... I was in New Jersey again, and that kills me. And that minute 
when the game was tied and Nick Claxton made a tremendous defensive play on Jalen Brunson, and now the Nets have a three-on-one break and they got a chance to take the lead when Josh Hart, who I hate, I can't stand his face. Why? What did he I'll do? I'll get to, to you? him in a saw oh, what I do. Yeah, I saw no, what he did what last he night. What did he do to you? He did something last night. I'll get to it later. Okay, you can't hate a guy off of one thing. When he blocks Dennis Smith and then Cam Johnson, who just sucks. I mean, I am so sick. Cam Johnson is great in the first quarter, he's great in the second quarter. If the money's on the line, run away with the money because Cam's going to come up small. And he gets blocked. And then the Jalen to Randall, the Jalen back to Randall play. I was in the pits of hell. Like, I was literally, that's hell. Someone said, what's hell like? I sat in hell. My own building exploding with sound. And I can't do a damn thing about it. And then Julius Randall. I got a message for this guy, for this SOB. Mm -hmm. Julius Randall did something that was so insulting. I want you to know this. I ain't going to forget this, Jules. And I'll be there. He started pumping the crowd up with his hand. I saw that. <laughs> well, guess what, Julius? On the road? Yeah, on the road. Here's a beautiful thing, Julius. I cut the music. We get the point. Here's, a, here's <laughs> the deal, Julius. I'm going to be dead serious because I don't forget. I keep receipts. I'm going to be in the building in the middle of May. I'm going to be there. My team will be long gone, but you'll be there. And when these fans who deep down, they don't like you. Mm. Deep down, they know you're a fraud. <laughs> they may put up a fake statement in January. They know that when the chips are on the line, you're going to come up small. And I'm going to tell you this right now. When the crowd starts booing you and they turn on you, you know what I'm going to do? Little pip squeak, Evan. I'm going to stand up on the Chase Bridge and I'm going to do the Julius. I'm going to put my hand up, and I'm going to say more, 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 because I don't forget. Why are you making it personal? He man? made it personal. He's in my freaking house, and he made it personal. So you want to make it personal, okay. Julius? I'll be in your house in May, and I'll do the same bleeping thing. I'm done. That's it. I got nothing else to say. No one cares about the Nets. It's true. And that, you got your blood. You why happy? Why aren't you mad at your fellow Net fans who sold their tickets? Or decided not to come. Can you blame them? I, I mean, it's, it's the Knicks. <laughs> Can you blame them? And it, they almost won the game. Whatever. For a lot of the game, I was like, man, the Nets are the better team today. Knicks. This, this second, this the is second year of the Knicks. They're flawed, the man. Go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. You got your blood. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Lugie, are you satisfied? Was that good? No. Was that good for you? No, no, no. no, no, no more blood? No. That, was, that, was, uh, no, that no. was more anger. That wasn't yeah. like capitulation. I didn't that like the like tone. Yeah, I didn't I like neither. the tone. And neither do my fellow Nick fans, neither does Tiki. Yeah. So it's over when we say it's over, mm. quite frankly. You don't dictate the terms. We do. Because <laughs> okay. we're the big brother. You're the little brother. And that sounded like Madison Square Garden last night. It was embarrassing. I would be embarrassed to be a Net fan. All four of you. <laughs> See, I can't even fight it anymore. Exactly. Right, there you go. Nah, this is, I, it's just like whatever. Anyhow. Forget me, forget my blood. Tiki Barber left early. It's a one-point game with three minutes and 58 <laughs> seconds to go. And he said, I don't like crowds. I'm leaving. I'm out. 877-337-6666. Joe is in the Bronx. How are you, Joe? What up, Joe? Hello, boys. How are you? We're good. So, um, for, well, I'm calling to defend Tiki. Thank yeah, you, Joe. Agree, but, but, well, but I am going to start by not by by giving you a little bit of a knock. You mentioned twice you only bought Lugie one beer. That's my man. I can't believe you only bought him one beer. Well, I mean, it was a, it was like a tall boy. It was like three beers in <laughs> one. All good. Tiki did good. No, it no was worries. massive. But so and he now, got there so, late because so he had to do the Lugie hour. So he's, it's like, I, buy, I mean, it was fine. <laughs> I would have bought him another one. I didn't want him to get drunk, so though. <laughs> oh, well, come on. <laughs> so, Tiki, so now, 
Um, so I get it. You know, you're wearing like, you know, the, the corporate flag, you know, you want to support like, your, you know, your coworkers and the fan and whatnot, but you said it clearly enough. I don't know why you're not picking up on this. What? If instead of you getting, instead of you getting the nosebleed seats, if you would have just stepped up and got a suite, there's no way. <laughs> I don't think that would have mattered. Well, in fact, Tiki, if I got a suite, which I don't think is, I don't think that's natural. Like these are my season tickets, and I think there is something right. about being in my home. Like your you were literally tickets, your season tickets are actually nice. I appreciate like, it. But where you're sitting is perfect view. I appreciate that because it's like you're in my living room. Like I literally took you to my living room, not some other place. Right. But I want you to answer that. If we were sitting, I don't know, courtside or ten rows off or in a suite, would that have changed when you left? Not at all. Good. And you know why? Good answer. Because Loogie nailed it. I had to go home to my wifey. <laughs> Gotta make Whoopi. I'm with you on that, bro. <laughs> and, then, and there's a curfew. It's not a curfew. It's yeah. not, she wanted to watch True Detective. It reminds me of a story Sid Rosenberg once told me. <laughs> <laughs> Sid once said, I don't actually you know what. I don't think he told me this. I think I heard him say it somewhere else. But Sid was like, So my wife, she tells me 11 o'clock. I'm naked right now. My wife is naked. Every, if you're not home by 11, the clothes are on and you're getting nothing. Go smash into that hole right and there. And Sid was like, I got to rush home. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. See y'all. So that whole sequence reminds me. that is that what your wife said? No. She like, wanted to watch True Detective. Okay. Sure, take Wink, wink. <laughs> it is the new season. We've been waiting a long time. It is not Netflix. Hit and bust. But I was, <laughs> was chilling. <laughs> Very good. Mike's in Oceanside. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you guys? What's up, Mike? Yeah. My vote is two-part. It's definitely for Tiki. Thank you, I Mike. Vote for Tiki, definitely. And he should also be commended for sitting three and a half quarters <laughs> with you with your tuna breath. <laughs> Well, hold on. Let's confirm this right. or not. So I did yeah. not. I did not notice it. That was the question because I did have my tuna yes. in the car, and then after I ate my tuna in the car, <laughs> I had five listerines in a row. Yes, like I did not mess around, and that was it burned and my I, mouth. By and the way, I smelled neither. You smelled neither. Okay. Neither. So when I sat down, and also I had a plan because I got there first. I bought the first beer for Tiki thinking I'm going to have a beer, and that'll also eliminate the tuna <laughs> breath. Yeah. So now I got Listerine, I got Modelo Cherry, and that'll definitely eliminate the odor. And you can confirm odor was eliminated. It was, it was non-existent. Thank and you. the Modelo Cherry was unbelievable. I tell you, that Modelo Cherry was amazing. When did Modelo start pumping out a cherry? I have no idea. I'd never seen it before. And in fact, when I went out to ask the lady, me and... Uh, Actually, Keith went out when I was going to go get Lugia beer. I saw his Corona because he wanted a Corona. And I asked the lady, I was like, where's that Modelo cherry? She's like, well, you know, we don't carry that. I've never seen that. What? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I remembered there's a place right beside where you just enter your card and they, they let you go. It's like a shopping center. Oh, it's amazing. Right? And so I said, you know what? It must be in the shopping center. And so I walked over. Let me got a cherry and came back. Yeah, it's it's so difficult to describe, but you stick your card in a hole, mm -hmm. okay? It lets you into this little area. Then you take whatever you want, a couple of drinks, and then you leave. And somehow through magic, they understand that it's been paid for. Yes. And it's amazing. Yeah, the only thing is you have to open it before you leave. Yes, they may, which is annoying. Right? <laughs> Are we still talking about Sid Rosenberg? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Tony in Deer Park. Hey, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, fellas? Uh, so, 1996, the Bronx. Mm. I'm a Mets fan, but I'm a big Doc and Darryl fan. I understand. My dad took me and my two best friends to see the Yankee game. They were playing the Royals. Okay. And my dad took us in his Frito-Lay van. And we get there early. My dad wants to leave. He had bad knees. God rest his soul. 
So I was devastated. We left. Daryl hits his 300th home run to win the game. We missed it. We missed it. But here's the other side of it. I was devastated. I always said I would never leave a game ever in my lifetime. I leave every game. I go too early. (laughs) Every game, I'm out. My kids, we went to wrestling. I took three of my boys to wrestling. We were added. I wanted that main event. I wasn't waiting in that line. I need to get home. I live in Long Island. I need to get home. Right. So I'm both sides with that. I don't, I don't, I, Tiki, I can't fault you. Yeah. They, the only thing, Tony, and I appreciate what you're saying with kids, because this is why I gave up my season tickets to the Giants, because I had really good season tickets after I retired. When my kids would go, my boys would go, they would want to leave. In fact, the, the Eagles, uh, who was the punt returner? Why am I forgetting his name? Don't tell me it's Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Oh, my game. God. You, you left that game I early. I left that game Forget early. leaving that game early saying, what's his name to Deshaun Jackson? Right. I just can't just well, leaving last night it's, early. It's, it's like traumatizing to me, right? So I left that game early, and I'm listening to it on the radio. And I'm like, in some ways, I was happy that they didn't want to stay. The boys didn't want to stay. But I was also happy I wasn't there. Well, okay, so that one... That was bad, let man. Me, let me ask this <laughs> to Sean. Now, I know Morash is very similar to me. We don't leave games early. But let's just say you had to. Maybe you were dating your wife at the time, and it was a predetermined, we have to leave at a certain time. Would you look back on that and say, you know what? I'm glad I left mm, early mm. because I missed one of the worst moments in the yeah. history of the Giants. Or I was glad I left. By the way, my kids were young. They were like five and three. Yeah, I guess. So, or not even, maybe six and four. They were young. Would you have regretted missing that? No, I got to be in the building for the open heart surgery. I have to see. So you would regret missing it? Yeah. I I would regret missing it. Yeah. Even though it was negative. Even though it was heart-wrenching. I just sat at the end of the Jet game this year, the way that ended, after waving bye to Jet fans. And I didn't leave early. The moment the field goal got kicked, I ran out of there. But I knew I I knew they were losing on that drive, and I said, "There's right. no way I'm leaving early." Right. We were uh, no Lugie wasn't there, but you and I were in the house because I called that game. That's right. And by the way, speaking of that game, Joe Beningo was at that game. I get that. Why were you okay with Joe Beningo leaving that game early, ending the way that it oh, ended? Oh, and you're not okay with me leaving a, a, a regular season Knicks okay. Nets game okay, in Barclays. First of all. I think it's. I haven't cr- been your partner long enough. No, 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 oh, no. no you right. Joe better than me. I'm a giant. And he's a Jet fan. I mean, what the hell? Let me address this in two parts. Number one, I don't approve of Joe leaving early. Bad job by me. Oh, you I, defended him. I think it's no, no, no. I, would I have left early? No, I wouldn't have left early. That's my bad. <laughs> but Joe was giving up. Okay, he was tapping out. He was saying, we lost, I'm miserable. You, in a one-point game with 3.58 to go, uh-huh. you're not giving up. You were not saying the game is over. You, There's told, no... me the t- you told me the Knicks were going to win. That's my opinion. Yes, and you're usually right. So it's more okay that Joe, a bigger fan of the Jets than Tiki is of either the Knicks or Nets, gave up? Right. Your logic's backwards. I'm suddenly swaying on Team Tiki. Thank you. The you. Look, I don't approve of Joe leaving early. You did, though, and Joe I, admitted you didn't kill him like you killed Tiki today. Well, that was different. <laughs> was it? You know what? I didn't want to fight with him. At that moment, I did not want to you fight with him. You loved him doing the salsa in the parking lot. It's different, though. Yeah, like I don't know. Joe left early. So there are different ways to leave a sporting event early, as we've already discussed a little briefly on the show so far. There's the, I want to be traffic, like our last caller said. There's the, I give up, I'm disgusted, which is what Beningo did. And then there's the, 
I don't like crowds. <laughs> I know, Tiki, there's now a, a pathway here. Go ahead. He had no problem with Joe leaving the game early. Didn't kill him. Nope, not he, at all. He had no problem for a year, Craig leaving a half an hour of the show early. Saying he was <laughs> and now he has a major problem with you leaving a Nick right. Net game. Dude, early. it's because I'm a giant. Oh, that's, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm an I'm a all-time leading rusher for the New York Giants. Your crosstown rival or sh- shared stadium rival, I guess, because they're not really crosstown. I guess they kind of are now crosstown, but you know what I mean. No, 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 no. You, you, you just don't like me. Cause I have an Giants. answer. It's because I expect more from you. Oh, stop. I expect more. Post move. I expect more from you. I know that Joe's emotional and he's going to give up. I know Craig was sleepy. Like I know those things. I understand you. I don't know. And then, and then here's where you also should be. Annoyed. Have you seen my wife? <laughs> she did promise. Yes. I mean, it's what we do. Let me ask you a question. Did you last night? I mean, I don't never know. A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. I think in this case, it's actually pertinent information. The whole point of kissing is telling. <laughs> you think he loves True Detective that much? Yeah. bust. <laughs> Let's go to Jason and Glenhead. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up, boys? What's up, doing today? What's up? Excellent. The Eagle game at half. I don't remember what the score was. Giants must have been up 21. I looked at my buddies. And I'm like, this is not going to end well. So we left at halftime. Are you talking? Are you saying the Deshaun Jackson game as well? You left early for the Deshaun Jackson game. Is that what you're saying? One thousand. We left at halftime. Giants, oh I don't remember God. what the score. Giants were up by like twenty something points at half. So you left because what? You were them. you were confident they were going to win, or you were scared that they were going to lose? Like why the hell did you leave? I I was pretty confident that they were going to lose that game, and they lost in the worst fashion possible. <laughs> nah. Yeah, but as we sit here a decade later, and this is now a big moment in Giant history, there's no part of you that regrets that feeling. Of seeing it live, you know what? I got that story that I was I was in on the Long Island Expressway. We were like, "Holy crap! Thank God we left that game." <laughs> you know, one of the games that has scarred me the most, and it is in my book, my Mets Bible, which comes out first week of April, was the Luis Castillo game, which mm-hmm. I know you're familiar with. And of course, that's a Rod pop up. Yep. Mets are about to win in yep. a Subway Series game on a Friday night. Points to the sky. Yes, and all of a sudden it's dropped, and Luis drops the pop up. I was at that game. Now, I never thought about leaving early, but looking back on it now, you know, 15 years later, Mm -hmm. if you told me, Evan, you could have left in the eighth inning and you would have avoided seeing it. You would have avoided leaving Yankee Stadium. You would have avoided seeing Mike Francesa, who I did, act like he was the mayor of the world as he's like, oh, can you believe that? (laughs) Shaking hands, kissing babies. (laughs) If I could have avoided all of that, that would have saved a lot of pain. But, dude, I sit here 15 years later. Hell no, man. Mm. I needed to see it. You needed the negativity. You needed the bad. You needed the down so you could appreciate when it gets good. I think so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And also, like. That was all BS. I was just making up. But you agreed with it. It sounds good. good, Yeah. It sounded good, though. Also, (laughs) when you invest time to go somewhere, don't you have to finish the job? (laughs) Don't you have to, like, yes. Yes, that's why I went home. (laughs) (laughs) And then you wake up in the morning and do it all over again. (laughs) Right. Uh, AJ's in the Bronx. How are you, AJ? Hi, guys. How you doing? What's up, AJ? I think, first of all, I think we're overlooking the fact that Tiki, like Boomer, of course, is athlete first, fan second. Word word up, AJ. (laughs) Word up. And here's, here's what I want to say. 
me and my family, we never leave games early because you never know what's going to happen. Forget about the score. Things happen outside the game sometimes. I, in my lifetime, I was at the Eric Bruntlett unassisted triple play that ended the next game. Yes! and I was I was also at on, on the on the totally much more serious my first NFL game ever. I was at the game that Dennis Bird was paralyzed. Oh, and yeah. you you never you never know what's going to happen. But here's what happened with me and my family. The other night, I told my two sons, 14 and 11, they they've been, they've been asking me for a while. We went to Wells Fargo to see Spurs Sixers. It happened to have been the game that oh. uh, Joel and yeah. dropped 70. Yeah, I was about to say they, the other night. Won- yeah. They wanted to go to see Wemby because they wanted to see him in person. I said, well, let's go. We went. In in, in middle of the first quarter, I said to them, you know what? we got a long drive home. i got to be at work early in the morning. We might have to leave this game early. Embiid drops 24 in the first quarter, and it's looking like he's going to have the most monstrous, monstrous night in the world. Yeah. And he's got, with, with about three minutes left in the fourth quarter, he has about 60 points. Yeah. Of course we were staying until he got to 70. So I guess, Kiki, the question for you is this. And the question of, is there anything that could have kept you there? Right. If uh, Julius Randle had 60 points for three question. minutes and 58 seconds it left, probably would are have. you sticking around? It, would, it probably would have. So that's, his, that's a good call. So if there's something historical that you're going to see, like, like it's it's trending there. Like a no-hitter. Right. I'm not leaving a no-hitter or a perfect game. Right? What if there happened to be a bad call in the middle of the game? <laughs> would you say, well, I'm leaving because it's not really a no-hitter because that should have been a hit? How would you handle yeah, that? Yeah, probably I would have left. Nice. <laughs> so you needed something historic to yeah. stay. Otherwise, it's just a regular season game oh. between the Nets and the Knicks. Okay, but hold on, hold on. He brought up a moment that you're probably not familiar with. I don't know how many people are. Probably Met fans are, but it is unique in such ways. It was 2009. I think it was the same season, 2009, mm-hmm. as the Castillo play. The Mets were playing the Phillies. I think it was in August. And they lost. And it was, I think they were losing like 9-5 to five or something like that, 8-5 to five in the ninth inning. And the game ended on an unassisted triple play, which is nuts. Yeah. Like, it is nuts. And I remember who I took to that game, Adam Eaton, who's in our little Mets text chat. I remember my thought process as it was happening. And, like, you don't know when history is going to occur. Like, I get it with Joel Embiid. You felt it. You could see it. You see the points adding up. But then there are other times where you don't know. And I'll give you an example of last night. Uh, by the way, I'm just looking at it. Eric Bruntlett. Yeah, Eric Bruntlett. Unassisted triple play. Unassisted triple play. Yeah. Line drive, step on the bag. Yep. Tag the guy. It was un- Jeff Francoeur hit right. it. It was unbelievable. What if last night Cam Johnson doesn't choke Hits a game tying three. Game goes to overtime. Oh, hold on, I'm not done yet. Game goes to overtime. Game goes to a second overtime. Game goes to a third overtime. Right. Let's say we get the first ever six overtime because I think five is the record. You'd have to fact check me. The first ever six overtime NBA you game. You wouldn't have made it that long. Oh, <laughs> you would have left that. You would have left. There's no doubt. That's that's ridiculous. Fourth statement. overtime, I would have gotten a loogie. I gotta go. I'm DVRing it at home. Nah, I'll see nah, the nah, finish nah. when I get that's back. Right. I've never left a game like that. That is BS. I won't even accept that kind okay. of answer. I've, ne- I've never left. You've I, never been to a four overtime game at two in the morning on a work night. Dude, I've been to a 19-inning baseball game at 2 uh, in the morning on a work Married night. with kids? Uh, no. Mm. No. No. No, but you're wrong. I mean, I'm sorry. I just This one is not even a debate. Well, like, you, I'm right. You're you wrong. End of discussion. It hasn't even happened. But no, he well, doesn't know because he's not me. Like, my wife knows. Of course I'm going to stay to the end. I've never left a game early well, she's like sleep that. already. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. We yeah, also aren't you. doing a morning show. I mean, the show is <laughs> until 2. Exactly. And how could I come on the radio the next day after a legendary game and say I left early? 
Good point. So even if you think I'm staying for motivation, such as the show or yeah. whatever. What's well, a good thing? What to hold on. That Knicks and Nets was not legendary last night. But you also just told Evan, good point, when he said, how could I come on the radio the next day know when I left the legendary game early, where you just gave me that. That's what I just said. It's so, a good you admit, thing. so you admit that if it went six overtimes, how could you have come on the radio today know when you left early? If it went six overtimes, would you say, you know what, crap, I should have stayed? That's, mm. that's a question. It's simple. It wasn't going to six overtimes. Don't reject the notion of the question. Right, would you ever regret? It's okay to say yes. I, no, because I would have got home at three in the morning. <laughs> but it would have been amazing. <laughs> really? Do you it's think Tyra yes. Banks and it's, the Furries are leaving? Knicks Nets in the middle of the season. What does that mean? It meaning it's it's not doesn't mean anything. Well, first of all, I, you know you keep saying that. Yes, I do because I, it doesn't. It, you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Just real quick about this for the Knicks. For the Nets, yeah, they suck. The I Nets know. still in the league. The Knicks have to avoid the seven seed. They're only three games ahead of Indiana, who recently traded for Pascal Siakam. Yeah. So I think that, believe it or not, the Knicks' regular season is as interesting this year as it's been in a very long time. Even go back to the 90s where it was simply, hey, just get her. Who cares? In this case, avoiding the seven is a big freaking deal. And the Knicks, while I think they will, by the way, they're not a lock to. So I think the regular season matters. I think it's one of the most interesting regular seasons the Knicks have had in a long time, partially mm-hmm. because of the play-in tournament. So the idea, like, ah, it doesn't matter. Of course it matters. Six overtimes, you wouldn't have regretted it. No. Let's go to TJ in Brooklyn, New York. Hey, TJ. Hey, guys. Great to talk to you. Tiki, one game I didn't walk out of early, 1995, Virginia against Florida there State. There it is. Came, that's it, man. Drove yeah. up from Elon. Uh, one awesome. game, my, fa- my father, God rest his soul, he was all about traffic and time and efficiency. <laughs> we, walked out, we walked out early, uh, the George Brett Pine Tar game. Oh, uh, oh, it was in August. Su- it was a Sunday. The Yankees were out of it. It was, you know, there were maybe 5,000 people in the ballpark when the game started. And my father's like, come on, I got an early day tomorrow. And we left in like the seventh inning. Uh, so that was one. And I'll tell you another one, Tiki. Uh, after a few many libations in Hoboken back in the day, <laughs> I, oversle- I overslept in Mr. Man Kent Graham's unbelievable performance against Denver that day. Oh, yeah. We're just and, talking about that game with Rondé because he, he forgot yeah. who the quarterback was the year. That was after the, they won the Super Bowl. And then they were undefeated. I think they were 13-0 and coming into that game. I think it was 13-0 coming into that game. And Kent Graham did this just perfect dime to Monty Toomer in the back of the right corner of the end zone, and we beat them. They ended up winning the Super Bowl, but they didn't go perfect. You know what our last caller's excuse was? By the way, now that I think about that, the Miami Dolphins, they should have bought us all champagne. Oh, yeah, Seriously. because you stopped the undefeated streak. Right, yeah. why, they, I mean, that was late in the season. It was. And yeah. I think they won the next two games of their of that season and then obviously won the Super Bowl. So... I mean, did you even get like a phone call? Like, hey, I don't thanks think for that. So. Wow. Not a thank you. Oh, I told you the Dolphins are a bunch nothing. of you know the scum. Well, I now, I, now I hate the Dolphins <laughs> like you do. Thank the you. week after that game, the Broncos lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, so that's why. Oh, that's why. like, ah, we would have taken yeah, care of it anyway. Anyways. Our last caller's excuse was it's dad's fault. Like he mm-hmm. just blamed his dad, which I get. Right. I understand. Ah, you know, traffic. By the way, if you're keeping track at home, and I am. I haven't heard one person really agree with me. Yep, you're right. Like, I'm getting shut out. Right. Basically, I'm the crazy one. No, it's because Tiki's the one that left early. If it was (laughs) Sean or Lugie left the game early, you would have a bunch of calls. Don't take that fat bleep to a game ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, Lugie's a great example of it because he's given me crap for leaving, like, as the game is ending, hightailing it out, which I own. And yet, 
I do see the end. Like last night when it became mathematically over after I think it was Julius hit the free throw yes. that made it a four point game. Yes. There was three seconds left. Nets didn't have a timeout. The game's got obviously got over. over. 30. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I say to I only know that because I remember Chris saying it specifically. His next free throw is time team lead with Jalen Brunson. There it is, thirty points. Oh good. I'm glad Chris <laughs> gave you all that info. I got up immediately and said, I'm out. Yes, and then, of course, Lee. Wait, so you didn't even wait to the end? No, no. Well, <laughs> the buzzer I'm went joking. the buzzer went off and I'm he joking. left. I'm joking. Yeah, the, the buzzer's going off as I'm running the hell out of there because I understand the idea of, hey, I want to go home. Kyle's in Smithtown, New York. Hey, Kyle. Hey guys, how are you? Just quick thing, I, I was at both both those the Jets game this year and the Deshaun Jackson game years ago, oh, and two of the most miserable experiences I've ever <laughs> yeah, had walking right. out of the stadium. I wish I left those early. Right, but I actually had to call the Giant one this year. It was it was hard to be neutral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so before I get to what I want to say, uh, Evan, um, I I've been listening to you for years since you were with Joe when you were with Craig, and I listen to you every day now. Uh, your sports knowledge is second to none, and your passion is undeniable. But I was waiting I have for the say, butt, by the way. I always love it, like, and I appreciate those kind words. But I was like, all right, let's get to that butt. Let's get to it. And I, and I mean that we root for pretty much the opposite, all the opposite teams except for the Islanders. But right. but you're you're one of the best on radio. That said, I also don't forget, and I remember vividly. It was NBA lottery night, and the video that you posted maybe on Twitter or whatever it was yeah, of yeah. your pure joy yeah. when the Knicks didn't get the the one of the top two picks Correct. Uh, <laughs> is something that I won't forget. And from that moment on, <laughs> I have rooted against the Nets, and I've hated the Nets solely because of that video. Kyle, you know, Kyle that. I respect that, and I appreciate Dude, that. Dude, you created a net hater. I did. No, and I... How? <laughs> can I take you through that night real Dude, quick? Dude, I've never heard that before. It is... You created a net hater. I created more he than did. one. <laughs> wow. right, trust me, I know about this. So it's NBA draft lottery night, and the Knicks have had a miserable, miserable season. And what kind of annoyed me is throughout the season, Nick fans were actively rooting for them to lose. What season is this? This was the year in which they ended up with the third pick and got R.J. Barrett. So it was after it was the 18-19 season. Yeah, got it. Okay, 18-19 season. And so it's May of 2019, whatever it is. And Nick fans had spent months begging to lose. And it was it was kind of annoying. Like, I'll never do that as a fan. Like, we've talked about taking. Yes. I never understood it. And it was all about Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson, yeah. Zion Williamson. Thank goodness so I, you didn't get him. <laughs> so I went up to my home studio and I said, I wonder if I should record my live reaction to this. Because this is my World Series. I want the Nick fan to lose. I want them to suffer. After all these months of praying for mm. losses, I wanted them to get their comeuppance. So I pressed the record button. And I was just very natural. I almost forgot I was recording. And I reacted to the balls coming up. I still have the podcast. (laughs) And obviously, when their logo came up as three, I was very, very excited. And I did it. And I was like, should I post it? I'm like, yeah, who cares? No one's going to care. It's a podcast. And you know what happened. (laughs) I know exactly what happened. All right. My friends. Goes locally viral. Well, my friends in the morning Uh took great offense to it. Oh, of course. And I, and I think that's a part of why oh, Gio so hates Gio. the net. Oh, so you created Gio, the, na- the, the net hater, too. I'm sure that added to it. I can't. Look, you got to ask him. Mm-hmm. But I, I respect that he hates the Nets because I hate the Knicks. It's like a nice, that's fine. <laughs> Do you so, hate them? Oh, God, Tiki. With a passion. Huh? With a, but you know what? 
I'm going to call it like I see it. <laughs> I'm going to be real fair all year long, and we're going to have some fun. Let's go Knicks. So I acknowledge, and I'm a season ticket holder. Right? I mean, I, I can Damn. kill me. So I acknowledge that what I did that day was douchey. I admit that. That is. But you know what else is douchey, Tiki? What's that? Coming into my building and chanting MVP for a man That's that is true. not the MVP. They traded He's MVP not. for Jalen Brunson That's right. in the second quarter? In the second quarter. Right. You know what else is offensive? Putting your feet up when you're in someone's living room. And Lugie, no offense, I still love you. That's all right. You're in my living room last night, and you took your pants off. You took your uh -huh. shoes off. Yep. And you acted like it was your building. Sure so did. as much as you don't like me, Nick fans, guess what? Think about what you did to me last night. What you did to all of us You know what's night. more offensive, Evan? You guys allowing us to do it. Night-night. Mm. Night, night. I, mean, yeah. I, I didn't hear a peep from any net fan when right. those chants were going on. You Very allowed true. it. We went into your living room, and we slept with your and girl. And you missed, you, you missed the introduction, too, Lugie, because you were doing a Lug hour. Oh, yes, I was. It was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, when the Knicks went on that run, booze. it was deafening. I was just waiting for the booze at the introduction. They didn't happen. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> I, happen. Was doing, I was doing it. He took his shoes off at the Barclays? Center? No, he's... he's, he's, he's He's, he's stop being literal. Right. <laughs> oh. being literal. <laughs> Sometimes I take my shoes off. I was playing pickleball the other day with my wife. I took my shoes off. Really? I like to play shoeless. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Is, were you inside? Yeah, I was inside. Yeah. Okay. That's what I like to do. <laughs> we'll get to more of your calls coming up at 877-337-6666. But we've got a major, major situation going on right now in the National Football League that needs to be addressed. Mm. Why isn't Bill Belichick the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons? Like, what the hell is going on? We address it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.